I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much product was being sourced overseas and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that were still making in Britain. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in the UK, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be telling the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and manufacturers and offering advice to those that want to make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Make It British podcast. I can't believe that we're at the end of our Get Set for Manufacturing week. This week, I've done five podcasts, one a day that accompany my Get Set for Manufacturing challenge. Have you been listening in? I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. This week, we've looked at how to define what you want to make, what materials you might want to use, and the difference between a full service and a CMT manufacturer. We've also discussed how to set your target cost price. And yesterday, I talked about what an MOQ is and how to negotiate them. Gosh, what a lot we've packed in already this week. So today, I'm going to be putting it all together, go over what we've covered this week and tell you how you can put it all together ready to meet a manufacturer. So before you contact a manufacturer, you need to be armed with the following. A clear idea of the product you want to make, including any technical terms for the products, if you possibly can, if you've managed to find those out. You need to have knowledge of the materials that you want to use and also possibly a supplier for them, particularly if you're going to be using a CMT manufacturer. And if you don't know what a CMT manufacturer is, go back and listen to episode 17 when I talked all about that. You're also going to need details of any trims that you might want on the product, along with an idea of where you're going to get those trims from. You're going to need a good understanding of who your target customer is and where your product sits in the marketplace, along with an idea of how much you want to sell these products for at the end. That allows you to then have a target cost price for each item that you want to make, and the cost price should include your manufacturing costs, your materials costs, and your trims, as well as any labels and packaging. And finally, an idea of how much of each item you want to make in your first production run. So if you're unclear on any of that, go back and listen over the four earlier episodes this week. So that's number 16 to number 19, and they cover the points there that I've mentioned. So once you've got all that together, it's usually put together in something known as a a tech pack in the fashion industry. So the tech pack contains all the designs, the materials, the trims for each product, and you can give that to the manufacturer and they use that as their template to follow. Or you might have a specification sheet, which is the design with all the measurements on it so that the manufacturer knows what size to make everything. So it can depend what industry you're in um, as to what you give the manufacturer. But you would need, ideally, that information collated on something like a tech pack or a spec sheet. If you don't know how to do that, there are people out there, there are designers out there and product development people that can help you pull all that information together. 
Now, you'll notice when I talked about what you needed to have ready before you approach the manufacturer, I didn't include any timings or deadlines in there. And I've got my reason for doing so, for not including those. Because when I get a lot of businesses contact me and they're looking to source a manufacturer and I usually find, you know, they're so super keen and they want to get something off the ground and they're hoping to launch as soon as possible. You know, they've probably booked in a photo shoot or a trade show and they're hoping to have their samples by a certain date. Or they set a date for their website to go live or a shop to open and they need the final product by then. But my advice is... The whole process, the whole manufacturing process is always going to take much longer than you think. So think of a timeline and double it is usually my advice, especially when you're first starting out. Launching a new product has requires so many different moving parts to come together. So, for instance, you're going to have to allow time for, for the following four things. So number one, sampling and development time. So nothing is ever right first time when it comes to product development, certainly not in my experience. You know, sampling and development takes longer than you think it's going to take, even when you make in the UK. One thing you can do to help speed all this up is to go and visit the factory when your samples are finished. So then you can make amendments right there and then on the spot with the people who are going to be making the final products. Number two is the raw materials and allowing enough time for them to arrive. A factory will not start making anything until they've got all the materials with them. So you need to factor in how long these materials are going to take to arrive, especially if they're coming from overseas. You know, if you're, coming, if you're getting the materials from overseas, you're going to need to allow time for shipping, for them to clear customs, all that, all that fun stuff that happens when you import raw materials from overseas. And that always takes longer than you think. Number three is the labels and packaging. So I often see this added on as an afterthought, something that's added on at the end. You know, you see lots of startup businesses in particular, they get caught out because they didn't have the design and the production of their labels and packaging done in time. Particularly in the case of something like a garment where the label has to be attached to the product during the production process. You're launching a new product, start thinking about the labels and packaging before you go any further. And number four is production schedules. So you might want your production in four weeks time, but has the factory got capacity on their production line to fit you in in that day? They may be able to make something in four weeks, but have they got the space to do so? So despite the idea that UK manufacturers can work on short lead times, which they can, this only works if they've got the capacity for when you need it. So I think it, the best thing to do is go and visit a manufacturer first and work your lead time back from what they say might be possible, plus building in some extra time for disasters to happen. <laughs> and even then, it is important to understand that these dates can change. So whilst they might have availability on the production line in six weeks' time, if you then decide to change something or your materials turn up late or, you know, some other personal tragedy happens, they're not going to be able to hold your production spot for you because, you know, they've got staff to keep busy and they'll fill it with someone else. And then you've got to wait to book in another slot. 
One thing I've certainly learned in all my years of product development and buying is that you have to prepare for the unexpected in manufacturing. You've got to think quick on your feet and you've got to have a possible solution for any disastrous scenario you think might happen. Be prepared so that if it does happen, you've got a potential solution up your sleeve. Right, so now you're armed with all that info, you're ready to start working with a UK manufacturer and to approach them with confidence. Just remember, it's a bit like dating. You and the manufacturer, you're checking each other out to see if there could be a potential partnership. The first email, the first phone call, you know, it gives that all important impression of you and your business. You're going to want to appear organised, well prepared, just like you would do on a first date. <laughs> Right. OK, so that's the end of our week long special of five bonus episodes in my Get Set for Manufacturing series. If you do want to sign up for the challenge that accompanies these five podcasts, the challenge takes you through five steps you need to take to be factory ready. It's really simple and each step only takes you 15 or so minutes every day. So if you want to sign up for the challenge, go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash get set and I'll put the link in the show notes and I'll send you all the details if you sign up. You can find a full transcript of this podcast along with anything else that I've mentioned if you go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash zero two zero. And I'm back next week with a normal two podcast schedule. So there'll be one on Tuesday and one on Friday. And I've got a fantastic interview lined up for you on Tuesday. I really hope that you've enjoyed this week. It's been really fun having you all um, taking part in the challenge and giving me your feedback and your comments. If you did find this useful, I would really appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast and left me a little review on iTunes. If you do leave me a review, just take a screenshot, send it to me, email it to me at kate at makeitbritish.co.uk and I'm going to send you a little gift to say thank you. Right? Until next week. Bye-bye. If you're interested in discovering UK manufacturers from the fashion, textiles and homeware sectors, you should definitely come to our trade show, Make It British Live. The next event is taking place on the 29th and 30th of May 2019 at the Business Design Centre in London. With over 200 exhibitors, inspiring talks just like the ones you've been listening to on this podcast and interactive workshops, it's the perfect place to network with others that want to see UK manufacturing thrive again. Registration is now open. Just go to makeitbritishlive.com forward slash register to register for a free ticket. If you're a British-made manufacturer or brand and want to find out how your business can benefit from being involved in the show, just visit makeitbritishlive.com forward slash exhibit, fill out a short questionnaire and one of my team will get straight back to you. To reach out to me personally, the best place to do this is via LinkedIn. Just look up Kate Hills and you'll find me. You'll also find me on Twitter at Make It British and Instagram at Make It British too. For all show notes for these podcasts, just go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash podcast and you'll find all the details. 
and make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing in iTunes, Stitcher or whichever is your preferred podcast app. And I really would love it if you left me a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye.